so that was Blur with uh, Beelbomb. Um, you're listening to Preston FM on 103.2. Uh, this is The Social with uh, Nathaniel, Tom and James, who today is uh, rather quiet as uh, we've well we've removed his microphone after uh, <laughs> after the, the news uh, bulletin episode on the last show. Uh, for those of you that didn't hear this, you know you can head over to, uh, to our podcast if you want to catch up with that. Um, details are on our Preston FM presenters page. Um, yeah, James decided to do an audio news bulletin, and so for, for today's show, uh, we've had to take the microphone away from him to make sure that it doesn't happen again, and uh, your ears aren't subjected to that same mess. Obviously, I'm only kidding. Um, actually, it's just because we're in a small studio today. We've only got a, a limited number of microphones, and uh, our, our special guest, Simon, has got to take priority over, over Mr. Duffel's amazing uh, you know, waxing lyrical on the radio. Indeed, I've got some shock news. Go on. Apparently, we're getting bored of social media. Oh, you're oh, right. <laughs> God, I, th- I thought you were going to say uh, that another microphone on its way. Don't worry, James Duffel's news report is still going to be going out live on air. <clears throat> no, this is um, these are new figures. It was um, from YouGov. They've said apparently 41% of uh, the UK population claim to be getting bored um, and that we're using it less. Now, uh, I don't know. Do you reckon that's true? Um not in my house depends who you so, are you know like Sophie still spends pretty much every waking minute on Facebook um, I'll wake up in the morning at the moment we're both getting up at half five so that's pretty early um, and she's still uh, she's well basically the first thing she does is she checks Facebook so I'll wake up like the, the room is pitch black it's half five in the morning it's dark outside and uh, the only thing that will be lighting up the room is Sophie's phone and she's checking Facebook at half five in the morning to see what's happened on Facebook since she last checked um, uh, well probably just before she went to bed at like half ten so <laughs> I, I don't know no I, in, in my experience at the moment no I, I think social media is still fairly popular but I suppose, you know, um, you could be getting jaded with the regular updates on there. Mm. Uh, I'll throw it over to Simon, actually, put, put um, you on the spot. I think I disagree a little bit there, because, um, I mean, when I was at Union, that uh, Facebook was kind of, it was how you kept in contact with everyone, uh, but now it's more Twitter for myself. I, I couldn't really care less about Facebook for as a personal oh, as a personal network so so but you're not getting bored of social media no not it's just moving it's from kind one of shifting and tumblr as well i'm quite enjoying tumblr at the moment tumblr mm-hmm. oh you see now my experiences of tumblr i mean i can't like basically all, all, we, we did a bit of an investigation into what goes on on tumblr and what it seems to be is adult rated material yes um and teenagers posting about what they're up to which i find a really odd mixture of people mm-hmm. to be using as a service um but it does seem to be really popular like with a you know with a certain a certain group anyway so have you set up a tumblr account um not a personal tumblr account i've set up a, a business one yeah. which which works quite well because i mean there's a lot of uh, music fans out there who just uh, just reblog what mm. we put out there um i mean going by the figures apparently um facebook is still king that's what we're told um what else is it 65 percent oh no I was about to rehash the same thing then, you know. <laughs> that, that doesn't surprise me, Tom. They've been picking on me today because I'm, apparently I'm quite forgetful. Yeah, quite forgetful. Unbelievable. Tom, uh, yeah, well, we're not going to this on oh, radio. Oh, I'm not going to embarrass the lot. Don't, don't. I was going to tell you about the staggering 95% of 16 to 20-year-olds um, who apparently are on it all the time, have accessed it in the last month. Now, that much I can believe. Um, but again, there's a whole issue of timeline. Um, well, yeah. What you mean in? I don't. Th- I think timeline, if if anything, will make people more engaged with Facebook actually, because it offers more opportunity for them to. And we've we have 
become I'm going to massively generalise it we have completely become um, a, a nation of you know sort of self-confessed wannabes and everyone wants to tell their own story it's interesting what they've got to say and I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing well probably I am a little bit um, but timeline which says you know you can put on events when you broke a bone when you bumped your toe when you had an you know a cheeseburger and, and all that sort who of stuff. cares a lot of, i mean 90 percent of people who read that just they're not interested in that no but i think people are interested in posting it still mm. i don't think we've quite got over that stage where people are desperate to tell everybody else that they're having a great time and a, a great life I, I think that side of it will probably die down eventually because mm-hmm. that that for me is the slightly duller aspect of it yeah um but it's more relevant as well because um, we're going to talk about it later. Timeline being introduced for businesses. For the meanwhile, you can trial it. You can see what it's all about. But at the end of the month, that's it. Um, yourself, Si, and us, and every business who's got a page on Facebook has to have the timeline. Yeah. Woot, woot. This is a this is a what this is. A, don't laugh. That was that was a sound effect. That wasn't me just making a noise. That was our, that's our social media <laughs> alert warning. Say on the thirtieth of March, uh, you'll be getting switched over. Um, and I believe is that's as a business and as an individual user, isn't I it? I think so. Yeah. That's everybody will be getting switched to timeline. As far as far as I'm aware. Hang on. If Facebook gets um, Google didn't get the same alarm. The the hoot hoot the, the train thing you just did. Why? What what's happening on? What's, what's happened on Google? That was a good leading. That was at the beginning of March. That Google um, rolled whoop, whoop. out. Thank you very much. <laughs> rolled out their new privacy settings, which um, I did, we discussed it last time, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's essentially taking all of Google's different products um, and services, which have different uh, levels of privacy and different privacy policies, and combining them all into one, uh, you know, manageable or easy to access policy. One rule to rule them all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, from Google's point of view, so they're, they're trying to say it's simpler and it's easier. I think from the point of view of users, some people are concerned that things they were happy sharing with one service on Google, they might not be happy sharing on other services. And unfortunately, that is now not an option. You know, you, you either have a, you know, share your content with Google or not. It's, you know, by not having an account. So it's a, as simple as that, really. Um, we're going to have a talk about the new iPad after this. Um, great. So, <laughs> Nat says great. Well, so excited. Yeah, he would be. So, um, this first. Nat, you're going to join the gymnastics club? <laughs> well, you, 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 you swine. <laughs> um, well, as it happens, not to totally sidetrack off, you know, social media. Well, not like we always do this every single show, uh, completely sidetrack. But uh, I think I'm probably making the most committed athletic effort out of everyone in our office at the moment. Hang on, I've, I've just, I've just bought a pump to pump the tire of my bike. Talking and who in our takes the stairs in our four-story building <clears throat> up and down? Only me. Raise your hands. You can't see hands because we're on the radio. But I've got my hand raised at, at least once a week. <laughs> I might give it a whirl. Or oh, think about it. Once a week, once a week. That's not going to burn any calories. Anyway, as you know, for, for those of you that don't know me as well, I am properly chiselled and really athletic and healthy. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Uh, I'm not laughing. Um, <laughs> anyway, we were going to talk about iPad. We were we? going to talk about the iPad. Um, for those of you who, who missed it, um, there's a new iPad. Yeah, I missed it, to be honest. Like, I love, you know, I'm, I would classify myself as a bit of an Apple fanboy, I reckon. Um, but I'm not that kind of fanatical that I'll watch the live you know broadcast about what they're doing unless it's something really different and exciting but um from what I'd heard like the preamble I didn't think it was a huge upgrade from the last one um well yeah well it's it's not called the iPad 3 it's just called the new iPad yeah I mean we were just talking about this off air weren't we yeah. um I, I think they're probably unlike with 
uh, you know the iPhone, which we'll probably see countless versions of over the next few years, like you do with phones. I think they're going to try and make the iPad more like a MacBook or an iMac, where mm. they're not releasing one every, you know, like in the, with the same kind of frequency as a phone. Do you think uh, it's I, I don't think it would be tenable to do that. Or, you know, I really don't. I think there would be too many of them. Um, I'm just looking at the specs. I'm, I've never been sold by a, a tablet device. I don't know. I th- if somebody gave you one, yeah, happily. Tom, take you're it. still on clockwork <laughs> <laughs> for, for a man who lectures in like, online reputation and you know digital, the, just the digital world. You are the most old-fashioned like person of your age I know. Old, old. What? I, I'm going to put you on the spot. Old-fashioned where? Um, music. Dis- dis- oh, music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good music. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying old-fashioned. Would would I be right? Um, so the Apple iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so go on. Why why don't you why why would you not buy well, into no, a tablet? No. I'm more interested into why you wouldn't buy into a tablet. Um, because I've got a laptop. Yeah, but you can't hold and that. I've, and I've when, got a when you're on phone. your skateboard going down some boulevard like with your hat on backwards because that's proper cool. Um, you can't use a laptop. Like, where use, are you going to plug it in? I can use my phone. Oh yeah, but it's not the same, is it? No, it's it's a bit smaller than an iPad. It's more compact. It's probably as as. Hang on, I've just realised what operating system your phone uses. It's an Android, isn't it? So yes. you probably couldn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just just looking at that. Stop picking on me. Um, look, looking at the upgrades, I mean, I think my thing is I don't. If somebody gave me a tablet device, great. I just don't see the need for one. Have you ever ordered a cocktail right in a fancy restaurant on an iPad? Where then then the like the waitress. I've never been to a fancy restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Where is this restaurant? I'd like to go. Um, It's uh, yeah. It's nice. It's uh, it's on the front, the the Grand in uh, in St Anne's. They they use iPads on the table. Yeah, that's what I use. What my voice. Yeah, it's brilliant. You go to oh. the bar, you order a drink. Yeah, but it's you like can't magic. get up to do oh, that. I want the experience of sitting out and then someone coming over, I and you get to browse through your email or whatever while you're there as well. I, I like the old-fashioned voice. Yeah, oh, well, you've got a queue. I don't know. I thought there was something quite sexy and cool about doing that, but I'm probably really easily sold by gimmicks. I quite like the idea of that <laughs> yeah, as well. Good. It yeah, sounds good. fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I was I was going to reel off all the stats on the iPad and. I, j- I just don't. Well, I think the the main the main difference from what I can tell is that it's a bit faster because it's got a better processor in it. Mm. Um, they've probably improved the camera. Am I right, James? Just give us a, yeah, James. They have, yeah, they they've, they've improved the camera. Anything else that we've missed? Screen resolution. Screen resolution, which having just changed from um, an older iPhone to the you know, the brand new one, uh, I would say is actually uh, considering how much difference that's made, and I have really poor eyesight um, it means I don't have to wear glasses while reading shall, shall I tell you what you should do then get a laptop with a big screen I've got one <laughs> so you don't but again pa- look when I'm on my skateboard and also the laptop costs more so if I fall off my skateboard <laughs> I might break it um, I'm going to talk about something that we know more about oh, oh what's that um, Facebook alright <laughs> oh, yeah good um, no I mean just because we talked about the timeline earlier have you in fact have you converted the gigs and festivals uh, .co.uk um uh, Facebook page. I uh, just just done it. And what? How, what's what was your experience of it? Like, what do you? How did you think it went? Um, it was confusing. It was more confusing than transferring over your personal to to the new timeline. Yeah. I'm still a bit confused about it at the moment. Just stuck a picture up there, and I'll work it work it out along the way. Really. Yeah. Do you like the look of it? Um, I think it's quite confusing between a standard public profile mm. of a person to a business. It's hard to yeah because they're nearly the identical. Now. Yeah. In fact, they're. They're nigh on identical, yeah. aren't they? Apart from um, applications, I think they're pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be interesting to see where it goes because the, the timelines, it's 
brilliant for individuals. It's your, it's a scrapbook. You mm. you create you you putting together your life in pictures and sounds and stories. And for businesses, I think it it poses a real challenge. I don't know if it, I wouldn't say a problem, but a, certainly a challenge. Well, what if your business has only been going for a month? You haven't got a story yet, have you? I mean, that that for me, I think. Uh, brands and businesses who've been around for ages will be able to fill it full of interest, you know, mm-hmm. well, potentially interesting information. You know, what they think's interesting might not be what their audience <laughs> thinks is interesting. But if you're quite new, I think that is a genuine difficulty because you don't have that wealth of stuff to put on it. And it will take you, you know, like if you're ABC big drinks manufacturer, who I won't mm. name, but you know, you all know who I'm talking about, um, they make pop, um, you've got. 50 years worth of of stories and events and stuff to put on there um and if you're you know you only got started two months ago Mm. you've probably only got starting up and you know the the other kind of maybe the niggles that go with starting up that you don't really want to make public i'm I'm sure there's going to be a lot of change as well because it's very new for businesses i mean i think the main thing um that most people i think will fall foul is in the cover photograph itself um, for those who aren't on Facebook and haven't used a timeline the cover story um, is in essence it's a very large banner graphic it takes up the width of your screen um, looks like a huge photograph and um, there are loads and loads of rules there's lots of yeah. things as a business you're well, not allowed the, the to the tempting do. thing to do would be to use it for what it appears like it would be perfect for which is advertising or promoting what you do uh, maybe putting on what what the latest activity your business is up to on it and that sort of thing mm. unfortunately um that and a whole list of other things are all banned from its use aren't they um, apparently in a this is their word you cannot use this as a sales pitch or a proposition um so you can't have um any discounts any percentage off you can't put contact information on there you can't put web address can't put email can't put your normal address you can't put any calls to action such as get it now or tell your friends yeah or like our page can you no. i find that one staggering that's that's quite odd yeah it's yeah. very odd so with that in mind si what 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 are you going to put on your cover photo um at the moment we've just got a um kind of like a crowd shot of people at festival oh, you see, but yeah you all lend itself very that's well perfect. But right in there um the logo with uh, the .co.uk on so we must be we must be breaking the rules uh, you might get away with it because that's part of because mm. it's gigsandfestivals.co.uk and mm. not sort of gigs and festivals on its own yes you might get away with that because you're not supposed to advertise yeah. your website but if your business is a website you can certainly mm, brand how can you not you know um, yeah I, it does but it does pose an odd thing especially if you're you know I mean shots of people at festivals all having a great time are dead cool aren't they yeah so so you've that's quite a good thing to work with but if um you know if if your business is a professional service or something like that it does pose quite an issue as to what yeah. to put on it yeah um but i mean there's but there are an awful lot of things to consider um we're going to play a song in fact uh, um and shikara they're playing festivals this year they are they've uh, they've announced quite a few um, they? yeah they're hitting the festivals Have quite you, a lot this summer you got free tickets to all of them uh possibly yeah <sighs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, now, I've not heard this song, so I don't know. It's called um, It's called No Sleep Tonight. You know oh. it? I do, yes. Is it good? It's a good track, yeah. Hit yeah. play. If, if it's not good, we're going to blame you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are listening to 103.2 FM. Um, what, the socials? Did you, yeah, uh, I, you know, at the very beginning of the show, Tom <laughs> made an admission that we'd all been teasing him for being forgetful. And right here live, you've heard it first, everybody. Tom forgot not only where he was, but what we were doing. 
Um, is it tea time yet? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so you're listening to The Social with Nathaniel and Tom and a silent James today and our, our special guest, Simon Robinson from gigsandfestivals.co.uk. Mm. Um, on the show so far, we've done our regular news updates on uh, the new iPad, uh, what's going on with Facebook timeline for business. Um, we've uh, we've asked the question, uh, are you getting bored with social media, which is the topic for our tweeting today. So uh, if you do want to get involved with that, you need to use the hashtag PFM social. Send us an at reply to our Twitter account at 3 Man Factory with the number 3 or leave a message on our Facebook wall, facebook.com forward slash 3 Man Factory. Um, but I think we, we've, we've heard a few of his views so far today, um, but we, we did say we were going to ask uh, Simon a, f- a few questions about what he does uh, and how he uses social media within his business. So uh, I think if you're ready... Yeah, let's go yeah, for we'll it. Yeah, we'll crack on. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, I think the first thing to do for, obviously... You know, we, we've known you for, for quite a while, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of business-wise and what have you, but do you want to just explain a little bit about about the business to everyone? Yeah, I mean, uh, Gigs and Festivals was set up uh, last year, May of last year, be our um, first year in business uh, this year in May, so we're going to celebrate that somehow. But uh, basically, uh, the business is, we're a, a music live, music publication, uh, we cover all types of music, um, whether that be at gigs or festivals. We try and bring uh, backstage interviews, news, reviews, that kind of thing. We just try and keep people in the loop. We're not a massive corporate, and that's yeah. that's where we want to stay. Yeah. Two questions at the same time. <laughs> I'm gonna... Well, no, it came to me. If I didn't say it now, I'd forget it. <laughs> um, I was just thinking, did that come out because you thought there was a, a real good gap in the market for this, or did you just think... If I do this, I could get a ticket for all summer and go to festivals and meet interesting um, people. A bit of both, really. A bit of yeah. both. Uh, because I'm just so passionate about music and yeah, to work in music. It, but for sort of following on from that, how did you how did you get into it? Because obviously, yeah, I like music, mm-hmm. but in terms of taking that that passion and that drive and turning it into a vital, you know, because it's not just it's not a hobby business, mm-hmm. is it? By by any stretch, you know, um, it's a genuine business, and it's you know it's it's the only thing that you do. So, mm-hmm. how did you go from uh, that initial just idea to to where you are at the moment? Um, a lot of research used internet, uh, social media, and it was just a whole year of research mm. in how it's going to be a profitable, quite, quite pleasurable really, yeah, research. Quite, suppose, pleasurable, yeah. yeah, lots of music involved, lots of gigs, a um, few beers at a festival. Excellent. So, in, you mentioned social media as part of the the, the, the research. Mm-hmm. How does social media just generally fit into to what you do uh, with gigs and festivals? Um, a lot of trending topics because uh, we do try and cover quite. Uh, the, the major artists and um, we do look for trends and, and try and get out stories when things are trending and it, are you on all like what what platforms do you use because obviously I mean I should imagine uh, most of your you know the, the, your audience are um, well, I mean what, what sort of demographic do they fall into you know, what, um, what, what kind of people are they uh, generally um, our average user is from 16 to 35 um, uses Facebook Twitter and recently, I've just found out these Tumblr as well. Yeah, so hence why you've, you've decided why to get onto that. Tumblr. So, are those are those kind of the? Is it mainly Facebook and Twitter though that you? Um, that I would say Twitter is um, is probably our our major. And is that because you prefer it? Um, I think that's why I prefer it now. I think, yeah. and it's easier mm. as well to use than than Facebook. Uh, so, in terms of obviously, it's one thing uh, being able to use uh, social media, and you know, like web bits and pieces when you know when festival season is over and mm-hmm. you know and you, you're, you're back in the office sort of mm-hmm. thing but how we, we've all heard stories or if you've been to festivals everyone knows someone who you know mm-hmm. either your phone has died all weekend you know you mm-hmm. can't get any signal no one can get in touch with each other how how do you get around 
using social media um, while you're actually at events? Uh, we do tweet and do Facebook updates at festivals, but generally the people who pick that up aren't actually at the event themselves, or they might pick it up after the event has finished. And uh, is there, uh, being being sort of press at the event, do you have access to Wi-Fi? Because obviously, you know, the, the other... 30,000, 100,000 mm-hmm. other people there who are all trying to use their you know, their phones at the same time and blocking each other's signals and stuff like you know, it must be, if you were trying to have do you have to still, you know, use the same setup that they do? Uh, we generally do get a um, an exclusive um, broadband internet connection but it's not that good because it's coming from the middle of a field mm. by yeah. via satellite <laughs> yeah. but uh, we do our best with it Yeah, but, but obviously better than having to try and better, survive yeah. straight off the phone Yeah, mm. um, and in terms of in terms of coverage, uh of, at the festivals, what's the sort? Obviously, you do updates, but are you, are you sharing photos and images? You know what kind um, of stuff photos, you Photos. I mean, what we do concentrate a lot on is the the backstage interviews, uh, doing video content, and we get that out there as soon as possible. So, if people to follow you and you know gigs and festivals on Twitter and uh, and stuff like that, they're going to get exclusive, exclusive, um, exclusive from bit. backstage, basically. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, well, uh, where where can we where can we find you if we want to get that online? Uh, you can find us at uh, gigsandfestivals.co.uk, also Twitter at gigsandfests and, and uh, facebook.com forward slash gigsandfestivals. Excellent. And in terms of oh, hang on, Tom, did you have you look like you were uh, di- going to dive in on the mic there? Uh, well, I, I was no, I was I was just going to rudely interrupt. Oh be- right. <laughs> before I forgot, I was just no, I was just going to comment really on the um, the whole issue of access and. Um, broadband within a field because to be honest the whole setup it's it's made for social media you know you streaming or uploading stuff to YouTube um, filming James passed out um, showing that amongst friends putting it on Facebook walls I don't know it all just for me a festival is, is perfect for, for it for those, for those of you who can't see James's face then the, the look of confusion that's because you probably don't remember at the last festivals being passed out because you was passed out <laughs> Um, but I just, I just think that whole environment is just—it's it, made for for social media. Um, yeah, I, it would probably, it would probably help, wouldn't it? Actually, if they uh, had uh, more access points for people who were at festivals, yes. you know, mm-hmm. outside of obviously, you know, the mm-hmm. journalists and the news who are there to be able to help them and do encourage they, do they them. Have charging sharing. points. Actually. There is um, certain mobile network that do have a charging point, but you have to be a customer of that network to use it. Oh dear, yes. that's clever. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I suppose we'll probably see more and more of that, won't we? You know, yeah. like Wi-Fi tents mm-hmm. and stuff like that cropping up. And oh, in fact, if no one's doing that, I might do it. But I've just given that away. There is our little kiosk that do um, will let you use Wi-Fi for an hour for around six, seven pounds an oh, hour. Oh yeah, see that's a, so that's a good that's business a good, to be in. It is a good business that. And so you're using Facebook and Twitter at the moment. You said you've uh, thought about using or, or you started to explore using Tumblr. Where do you see or, or what do you see happening with what gigs and festivals does using social media? You know, like, uh, have you got any plans for stuff you'd like to trial or for going forward? Uh, yeah, I'm possibly going to trial um, live streaming um, of a main stage at a festival this summer. It's still kind of... Um still being worked out at the moment uh, the costs and things like that and streaming from a field as you said yeah. does give us a lot of problems mm. but hopefully that's the direction we want to go in is to actually give you a live view from from yeah. your front room or wherever wherever you are okay, similar to access oh, we've we've always uh, well we thought for a long time that um, we could use google plus while we broadcast the show we always thought to do a hangout but just um in in the studio with its thick doors and thick walls well we're in a basement yeah <laughs> <laughs> like most radio most radio stations you know the, it's quite typical to be in a basement often because obviously the sound uh, you know mm. the, the muffling and sound protection is really good unfortunately it's not very conducive to again to phone signals <laughs> or to wi-fi or anything like that and because all the doors are soundproof and it's soundproof glass they're also extremely good at blocking out wi-fi signals um 
Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you very much, Simon. Like uh, cracking into you. I hope everyone enjoyed that. Um, if you want to uh, catch up with what Simon uh, said again, you can head to our, our podcast uh, to, to recap, uh, and you can either get to that via uh, iTunes, just searching for Three Man Factory, or uh, the social, um, or head to our Preston FM um, uh, presenters page on their site, uh, or alternatively, just uh, you know drop us a line at the uh, at Three Man Factory Twitter, and we'll point you in the right direction. Super. We're going to have a little musical interlude, and after that, we're going to talk about viral videos because um, there's one we, we picked up yesterday oh, I love it and it's incredible oh, do you know it doesn't get old like Baz we love you man the wrestling show is just it's genius like it's our, for those of you that are regular listeners you'll know that we play we play the wham bam body slam Baz jingle pretty much every show um, if we could play it twice you know and just uh, boot someone else's out we probably would Um I think Baz is doing another show as well, isn't he, on Preston FM? We should find out what it is, because his, his, his promo jingles are easily one of the best on there. Um, but, back on topic, you're listening to The Social with Nathaniel, Tom and James, and our special guest today, Simon Robinson, um, uh, on 103.2 Preston FM. We've been discussing Facebook timeline for business, uh, been looking at the new iPad, um, we've had a, a, a chat with Simon about uh, his company gigsandfestivals.co.uk and how they use social media to kind of spread the word about um, you know, live music and music journalism. In fact, while we were off air, we had a, a couple of requests. Simon mentioned that um, he's possibly looking for some con- contributors or something like uh, that. We are, yeah, because uh, we're a pressing-based company based in the media factory of uh, the university and we're looking for some uh, local writers to cover... Um, new music um, CD reviews things like that local gigs um, so I mean if anyone's interested in music journalism doesn't matter if you've never done it before just come in have a chat and see how we get on um, so yeah just uh, visit the website click yeah, on and how, how can, can they get in touch with you directly yeah I mean you can get in t- uh, contact with me uh, send me an email it's just simon at gigsfestivals.co.uk or on twitter at journalsi Excellent stuff. And the other request that we had as well, although he's been quite silent today and uh, we've not got a mic, which means he can't shout me down actually about this, uh, James Duffel's requested a wife. So if uh, if anybody out there is interested in uh, the big JD, uh, he is looking for love at the moment. And uh, the only criteria, it seems, is that uh, she must be female. So if you're if you're female and uh, available, um, yeah, get in touch with at Three Man Factory and we will filter you through to, uh, to, the, to the big man. I think that's going to work, you know. Oh, yeah, I sincerely, sincerely in, hope in so. Fact, in fact, I've just I thought of it now. That's an amazing leading um, to talk about the Preston Social, um, the event that brings together Preston's digital community. Uh, I think on this month it's going to be the 27th of March. Um, it's a free event, and the idea is just to get to, to get the digital community of Preston mobilised, get together, talk about something that could be fascinating or interesting, learn things from each other, from experiences. Um and this month it's actually all about online dating, perils, pitfalls, and um, happy stories. Yeah. So maybe maybe we can get James to talk. I don't know. James. Yeah, no, he's, he's, being, you know, he's being silent. Well, I mean, he's mic'd off anyway, but um, yeah, there, there was just a shake of the head. I don't think we'll get James to, to stand up in a room full of people and talk about internet dating, even no. if we do manage to find him a wife like, like live on air. But even even if James won't speak, it will be a, it'll be a very good event. So um, it's the prestonsocial.co.uk to um, find out more details and to register. Yeah, um, they're, yeah they're, they're always good. And the topics that are covered are always, you know, like uh, quite provocative. People usually have, you know, a, a wide varying range of 
opinion so it does does always generate a good discussion yeah well we talked about activism one month and then um like the, the week later uh, britain was set on fire oh yeah the riots happened i'm not sure we were totally responsible for that I, but, I'd like to but i like we to think we were preemptive yeah, definitely you know it's like how, how on the on the money can you be to to actually be a week before um, we've, and we, we talked about death and social media and dying i hope i hope that's not prophetic yeah anyway. well so we're trying to lighten the mood a little bit anyway a bit of romance um so before um before the electric six on we were talking about viral videos um and we were asking which were your favorite we saw one yesterday which i'll say we it was james the first thing i came to the office and the first thing he did was kind of show me this video oh, i think we'd, we'd already watched it twice you know because um what with what with being in early and all <laughs> um so we, we had a, we had a couple of watches uh it is it is genius, yeah. I, I have to say, it does go down to James for finding this, but it has gone all over the internet. If you're using LinkedIn or or, or YouTube or anything like that, you probably will see this video pop up. Um, they're describing it as one of the most effective brand introduction videos of of all time, pretty much. Yeah. So, so basically, it was um, an introduction to a company called the Dollar Shave Club, and the idea is it was a subscri- subscription, monthly based, pay a dollar, get your razors sent to you, and just the way you really um, YouTube searched that because we can't really explain how great it is. But as Nat said, it's been used really as a um, well, it's yeah, it's kind of an, a big impact sort of brand mm. launch video. Um, and what better way to get across the ethos of your brand, what you do, and everything like that, that than yeah. you know doing a clever video that that has gone, uh, you know, pretty much worldwide viral. Well, apparently he made it in October, and he specifically made it to pitch for money. And um, well, it worked. They put hundred, uh, hundred. They put a million dollars behind the company. Um, That's a lot of raises wow. for one dollar. Uh, and, uh, it well, it's a million, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I suppose the, the the guy who stars in it is the CEO of the company, and he, he apparently used to work. He was the marketing director at Sports Illustrated. So we're not saying everyone has an amazing viral video in them. This this guy has obviously got experience and, and now has to know what works oh, and yeah, what doesn't. But, but it is good, isn't it? it? It's if you enjoyed the old Spice campaigns. I reckon you'll probably like this even more. Uh, I think because they're a bit of an unknown, and you know, although he's managed to raise you know a million in in finance to to get the company going, they certainly don't have. Uh, I don't know who owns Old Spice Unilever, probably, but they they don't have the budgets of a, a firm mm. like that. So I think to come up with this concept and get it out there is, is just fantastic. Oh yeah, well it, it crashed the servers apparently, um, and they are making a sequel. Oh yeah, for good. Father's Day. So, so yeah, so if you haven't seen it, Google it. Google it. It's really good. Um, and he has talked about his fear, though. There's something that could really limit his business. Um, it's beards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what he says is, we love beards. Uh, I personally can't grow a beard. If I could, I would. But we're not beard phobic. Yeah. Oh, well, that's. Well, I mean, that's good. I suppose as a razor company, uh, beards can be quite an obstacle. <laughs> You know, trimmers maybe. You know, that you move into other lines, don't you? Like, yeah, you know, Tom is the only only bearded one. Uh, you know, like in in our kind of. And even that's been hacked. Yeah, exactly. Would um, you would you be enticed by the the Dollar Shave prospect just based on their advertising? Don't like shaving. No, but there we. Oh, there yes, yeah, see there you go. <laughs> um, actually, on the topic of YouTube, um, and tying it back into the discussion at the beginning of the show about people getting bored of social media uh, the latest stat it was out a couple of, it was last month wasn't it apparently now every second an hour of footage is uploaded onto youtube and there are now four billion people watching videos every day so i mean that's one particular trend that just seems to be growing and growing the only thing with youtube though is because i you know i i do watch it quite regularly and certainly if you know spot little virals like that from a, a, a kind of a professional marketing point of view i always find them really interesting um but I never comment on YouTube videos. 
uh, and I very rarely, well, occasionally I'll throw them on Facebook to share them. So I don't really use YouTube as a social service. But this is just me personally. Mm. Um, I, I use it as a search engine. You know, like I've, uh, well, I openly admitted, didn't I, the Lancashire uh, Police Headquarters to looking up how to pick a lock when I got locked out of my own house, I should add, on YouTube Genius. so that I could break into the back door, um, which uh, caused some smiles. And I think some people then uh, looked up where, where my address and did a background <laughs> check on me. Um, but I definitely use it as a go-to point for how-to videos and mm. stuff like that. But I wouldn't say that I, I use it as... Because you know, they, they they try to encourage you uh, talking to other users, yeah. don't they, and kind of using it as a social <laughs> channel. Does anybody else use it for that? I personally don't, to be honest. Um, I just use it as a viewing platform. I, would, I wouldn't really do, bother. Do you even hit the like or dislike ratings? Because um, I, I know I did when they first started, but because there's so many people on there, I tend like... I kind of get distracted by related videos, to be honest. Yeah, and they, they exactly, I suppose, the, the very nature of how it works pulls you away from commenting mm -hmm. on what you were looking at, doesn't it? Because it just leads you in, which is how you lose hours of the day yes. on YouTube, isn't YouTube it? YouTube versus Vimeo. Oh, I don't know. I see, I don't use Vimeo. Well, because I went uh, talking about the viral yesterday, I think... I think it would have done more, but um, there was the Coney video. The stop. It, it was everywhere. It was all over Facebook and on Twitter. And basically, someone has made a thirty-minute documentary about a war criminal called Coney, and I can't remember his first name. But the, the the idea is to make this guy famous so that people recognise him and can stop him, which I think is a real. It was a, the most profound and serious use of social media I've seen in a while. But nearly everybody in my Facebook stream w was there and talking about it and making, pledging to make a difference um, and this is UK based I've got lots of friends in Australia because that's where my wife lives and all the Australians were, were all over it too so yeah I saw, I saw lot, lots of updates about that has anyone actually watched the video? I haven't well, I just out of interest did you see it Tom? I intend to I was, I've actually I've bookmarked it I'm going to watch it tonight yeah, no, I, I, I'd not, I'd not got round to it, but it does seem to be having a, a big effect, doesn't it? So I suppose for for things like that, for anything that stirs you up, um, social media is still still a big deal, isn't it? I mean, I, I think it's a bit of a provocative topic, isn't it? Are you bored of social media? I think the the the, the thing is, is that in the I think it's eleven to eighteen or nineteen year old, or it's roughly that that demographic, they use Facebook uh, as a means of communication more than text messaging or email um, I, I think if they're using it that much even if we kind of get bored of the regular status updates it will be around as a communication tool for quite some time I think just because it's so accessible if, if nothing else um, have we had in fact I've not been I've not had a chance to check on Twitter do you know if, uh, if we've had uh, any any input from anyone over in fact do you know what would show it if no one's tweeted in to say they're bored of social media that would pretty much give a conclusive answer that they're pretty bored of social media wouldn't it well, what we'll do, we'll have um, we'll have a quick song. Give you a chance to tweet in. Yep. Um, and then we'll we'll have a little chat. Yeah. Before so we... if you want to get to that, sorry, it's it's the hashtag PFM Social, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you after this tune. Well, it looks like we're uh, nearly out of time, everybody. Uh, you've been listening to The Social with Nathaniel Tom and a silent James and our, our guest today, Simon Robinson from gigsandfestivals.co.uk. Um, as it happens, we, we've uh, we've no time to go through the tweeting, so we might continue this conversation uh, you know, in our, our show in two weeks' time. Um, the, the topic was, are you getting bored with social media? We've run out of time today, but if you want to get involved in that conversation between now and the next show, you can use the hashtag PFMSocial. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter via at uh, 3 Factory. Uh, or over our Facebook wall at uh, facebook.com forward slash three-man factory. So all that remains to say is uh, goodbye. Thanks very much, and uh, we'll uh, see you in two weeks' time.